today's episode of Mindset of Everything with me, your host, Micah Sophia. We will be talking about are you in a relationship with a narcissist? On today's episode, I have a special guest by the name of Hafiz. He is the creator of Awareness of Narcs, and also he is a musical artist. So I'm so excited to dive in deep in this episode to talk a little bit not only about our personal experiences with narcissists, but also the effects that it has on your mentals and telltale signs of how to know if you are in a relationship with a narcissist and how to get away and out of a narcissistic relationship. So first and foremost, I would love to welcome my guest, Hafiz. And let him tell us a little bit about himself. I do music. Um, I just dropped the album. It's on every streaming pa- platform. Hafiz, Can't Stop a Bullet. It's on every streaming platform. Go check it out if you would like. And I'm just like pushing for my purpose, pushing positivity. I have a talk show also on aware hafiz called everything is school where i meet like i have like people that i know that i feel like can help the community and i have questions for so i have 20 episodes of that you could go check that out i have five music videos that i've done since january i just been working 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 like i just started my own business i just been working like once i got out of that situation i just felt like it was time to go and i'm playing like catch up i feel like but everything is just falling right into place yeah awesome so i will definitely say for all of our listeners um i will have everything linked down below so you guys are able to check out not only hafiz is aware of narc um also um, his other YouTube channels as well. So I will have that all listed down below in the description of this episode. So you guys can click and make sure you binge watch on all his videos. So what I say, they're addictive, they're addictive. So um, <laughs> Thank you, thank you. So one of the first questions that I would love to ask you is, um, with narcissism, I know a lot of people, especially some people I would say in our community, the black community may not understand necessarily what a narcissist is, or even if they have even encountered a narcissist, um, for you, what would you say would be like the definition, um, of a narcissist? The definition of a narcissist is a person that has no remorse. They don't have a conscious, they don't take consequences. They don't care about anybody but themselves, and they're very, very self-absorbed. And they're also hyper-vigilant because they think that everybody in the world operates just like them. So it's just soulless individuals, people without a soul. And before we start, I would like to say it was hard for me to start to do this because I don't want to seem like I'm bashing somebody or bitter or you know what I mean? So. That's why I like took a while because mine was over. I don't like to use the word mine when I talk about this, but the situation I was in was over in November and it took like time to heal to the point where I could help people. So I just don't want to sound like a bitter person. But yeah, that's what a narc is. Yeah, so definitely. And I think that's the great definition because actually you're being way nicer than I would um, as far as the definition of a narc. Yeah. Um, uh, with that being said, I'm 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 pretty sure, like a lot of people, I've, I've been a person, I've been in a narcissistic relationship, and then realized that I've also had narcissistic people, like family members, yes. even, even 
trans, like it went so deep to that of just learning what narcissism was or what a narcissist is. Um, with that, with that being said, I think one of the the main things that most people, you know, would like to kind of more dive deep into or get an understanding of is like what's some indicators, you know, of you know a person who is a narcissist or you might be dealing with a narcissist. What are what would be some of those indicators that you would say? Um, the okay, like indicators that I would go off would be that any simple like like that anybody could see right off top. Is if when you meet them, they're acting too nice. And if that person changes into a whole nother person, that is an indicator. If they they're they are a completely different person than the person that you met, that's an indicator. Conversation-wise, if they have nothing to talk about and every time you say something, they flip the conversation back to them, that would be an indicator. Another indicator is if somebody, if you're talking to them. And they don't care about your feelings. And it turns into you starting to try to have to teach them how to treat you. That's another indicator. There's a lot of indicators that I could like come up with. Like, even as far as like, I don't know if we could talk like sexually, like sexually, like <laughs> it's different. Like, and when you're having sex with these people is different. Like you don't feel uh, a connection with them. Like, in fact, you never have a connection with these people. And then they lie about everything and they don't take any accountability for anything that they do. That is another indicator. And they walk, they live with a lot of shame. So they're not going to tell you about their past. That's another indicator. Yeah. But I wanna, like off top, like if you meet somebody off top, you're going to feel something that's off. When you meet someone and say you guys are out drinking or something like that, because your body will tell you too, you're out yeah. drinking with them. And you 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 black out. That's your body telling you not to be around this person. This person is no good. You're gonna feel it right off of right off top. But your job is not to ignore it. You can't ignore it because I ignored it. Like I would drink all the time with my ex before I got with the, I got around the narcissist. We would drink a bottle of Hennessy every weekend. But once I spent time with the narcissist, like the first day, I ended up blacking out. Like it was my body telling me. And also be careful with having sex with somebody on the first night because they have to do that to reel you in. And their conversation is not conversation. When they first get you, all they're talking about is sex because they don't have nothing else to say. I could go on for days, but I ain't going to do that. No. no. It's so crazy because you're saying that. That's really true. Like, from experience, I think anybody who dealt with their relationship with or a female. The first thing is like a red sign, and it's like your body. It's like your body knows. You. It's like your body knows. But since you're being like an empathic person, you like okay. You always try to like be like good in people. Like maybe you know, maybe maybe that person not like that. Yeah. And I know for a fact for me, the first thing that they a narcissist loves to do is love bomb a person. So they love to do all these kind gestures. Like say all these kind things, do all these kind things, and then it's like in a blink of an eye, switch up, switch up on you. They make you feel guilty because then you're like, like, well, what did I say wrong? What did I do wrong? Did I text something wrong? Did I do something wrong? Did I not show the person enough attention? And honestly, it has nothing to do with you, but they trick you into thinking that you done something wrong. Yeah, it's like emotionally draining because you're really trying to sit here and be like. What did I say to you to make you flip like that? Or what did I do yeah. to 
know, make you just go 360 like that. And then he said, you, you're not realizing, like, that's not normal because that's not some shit no. you would do. No, and it's very subtle how they do all of this. Like, because when you first meet them, they're sucking up to you. Like me, mm-hmm. my personal situation, I was in a relationship with another woman, but our, it was a little rocky. So I believe that this narcissist was my soulmate because of how they they agree with everything. They laugh at everything that you say. They do everything that you want them to do. And they're not even like, it's not even like, your attraction like you don't even have attraction to them that much but they make you have attraction because they agree with everything that you say but then after a while time goes on they disagree with everything that you say so and i was especially talking about the communicator um I don't know for I don't know for you, you know, getting away from that narcissist. Thank God. You know, I say thank God for me every day. I'm like, oh yes, my God. I can imagine. To. Yeah, I couldn't imagine like when I think about back to that, I'm like, what who like the person? I couldn't even imagine like me. How how was I looking? How was I sounding? How was I different? Acting? You're gonna look different, your glow is gone, your shine is <laughs> gone. I was just helping my um my lady friend like two weeks ago. She was in a narcissistic relationship. That uh she looked different. So I told her, I'm like, yo, go look at your old post, your old pictures on Instagram from three months ago and tell me if there's not a big difference. It's a huge difference. Like they take your glow. Like people don't understand. It sounds crazy to people that uh, don't understand it because it's like very, very uh, esoteric. Like you have to go through it to understand. But they yeah. take your glow. Like you look totally different. You get skinny. You might get get bigger. I don't like the use mm-hmm. word fat, but you might get bigger. And it's just like a lot of stuff that they take from you. They take a lot from you. Yeah. So I would say, I would say like, or I would say for you, like, what was kind of like that? I would say that switch in your head that was like, you know what? This shit is not healthy. I need to get away from this person. Like, what? Like, what steps did you take to be like? I gotta get away from this narcissist. I gotta go. Like, this is just not. Yeah, I get it. Um. That happened a lot of times. Like if you was in a narcissistic relationship, like once you first start getting involved in it, you was trying to leave the whole time. But they were still they you would see all these red flags, all the anger and all the lies. And you were trying to leave. But the one that, that I was around, she said to me, like when I tried to leave her one time, she's like, you can't leave me without an excuse. And in my head, I believe that like, like just they, they convince you to believe what they're saying. But like the 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 last straw was. We we got married and we were on our way to buying a house. She wanted to hurry up and get life insurance. They try to like get you, get you in there, like get your, get claws in you. So something told me not to get this house with this woman. Something told me it was keep telling me don't get this house with this woman. So then I finally like called her out and because uh, it was like things that should have been better that weren't, wasn't and we should have talked about things, but it always ended up being my fault. Like for like just things that people should talk about before buying a house. So she wasn't trying to listen to that. And she thought that I was still going to buy that house. So then I finally like told her, I'm like, yo, you're a narcissist. You are a narcissist. I cannot buy no house with you. I'm not doing that. And then that phone conversation, she said one key thing that that was a real key point. She was crying and she said, everybody's bad to me. Everybody does me wrong. Nobody's good in this world. She said that, and that clicked in my head because that's what a narcissist says. Mm-hmm. So 
And then like a week later, she said she went to counseling and they talked her out of it, which they can't do that. That's impossible for 145 right. minutes. It's going to change your whole process of thinking. And then, right. I, then she, I asked her like two or three months ago, she's like, oh, I don't know why I said that. Like their mind changes all the time. But that was like the point that I got out. And once I got out of that, the moves that she made afterwards was everything of a narcissist. Like everything that she did was was malice. Everything, every direction she went in was to hurt me. And even still to this day, she's trying to hurt me. Like she took me for child support, even though I'm in my daughter's life 100%, 110%. She took me for child support to get every single penny she could possibly get, not a penny less. And it's not going to be easy le leaving them. They have to leave you because it's a game. It's always a game. So that's how I got out. I don't know if that's like a good enough answer. I'm trying. No, that is a good enough answer. Like, I mean, I understand because it is, it's, it's difficult. And I feel like a lot of people, like you talked about this um, before in March 2 of your, of your videos. Yes. Um, it's, it's so important to like go no contact if you can. To, uh, honestly, it really is just for your own mental yes. well-being. Yes, yes. I'm on everything. And one thing I will say, no, sometimes they will not stop, um, especially they would try to use the court system in all types yeah, of ways. Yeah, 100%. Use the court system in all types of ways. But one thing I will say is this, with a narcissist that I found to be very, very sad, is that they have so much time on their hands to watch what you're doing, how you live in your life, where you're going, what you're trying to do. But like, it really upsets them. To see a smile on your face. Yeah, they don't like it. And doing something good or to be elevating, which is very weird because a normal human being will, will be, be happy. happy. Like you're smiling. Oh my God, you're doing something amazing. They've always hated you, though. We just didn't know that <laughs> creature always hated me. That's why I never elevated. So once I got out of that, like I'm telling you, I've done so much, like yeah. so much stuff I've done and so many things I've accomplished. She's mad every single day because they stalk you. She's mad every single day that I'm doing all of this stuff because then there's nothing else for her to do to point back the finger at her. Like, right. it's like, whoa, Hafiz is doing this. People are saying, oh, Hafiz started a business. Hafiz just dropped an album. Hafiz has two um, YouTube channels that are flourishing. Hafiz is doing this, that. Like, a lot of stuff I'm doing. Like, it, it is just starting. I've done yeah. uh, so much in the past since 2000 because I said I was going to start everything January 1st, 2021. And that's what I did. I have accomplished more in the last four or five months than I did in nine years. And and they feel that. They see that. And they have no accountability. They don't want to take it. The voice in their heads won't allow them to. So they're going to try to sabotage it, which there's no way of stopping it. Like my album. Can't stop a bullet. Go check it out on all streaming platforms. You cannot stop a bullet. It's going to happen. God got me. And God is making all this fall into place. Me and you having this conversation is God. All of this. <laughs> right. And I think so many, I think so many people like out here, because I've heard um, just like other people's like stories and stuff. Sometimes it amazes me. I don't know if it amazes you, but I've heard people been in relationships with like narcissists for 20 and 30 years. Yep. And yep. the mental, the mental damage it has done to them, like you so know what I'm much. saying. Person doesn't like have their self confidence is gone. Lose it financially, like they are like destroyed. Like yeah, and real quick before you before you carry on, right? That's the main thing that hurts them is that your self confidence comes back because they 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 tried to destroy you, 
And every time they see you and you blowing up and you going up, that is like the worst punishment to them. Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, you know what I'm No, that's no, because I was going on to that next. I'm glad that you did pause me there because I, I realized that, like, that's the first thing. Like, they, they try to get with you because you're this confident person. Like, to me, they never go after nobody who got low self esteem. No. No, um, if, even if they do go after that, that's like one of their other victims that yeah, they just have. Just a hit, just a hit and let go. Yeah, and the wayside, and it's just so crazy to me because I'm with you. I had to feel. I'm like, you gotta be so demonic to want to tear somebody down. Mm-hmm. You gotta get with this person and use them for whatever reason to make yourself look good, or you think you're gonna financially abuse them, or the mm-hmm. number one narcissists love to do if they ain't got their own they try to make like they got all this stuff but they try to like move in on you the yours real quick quick question the one not yours but the one that you were entangled with did Mm -hmm. he find you or you found him he found me yes they do he preyed on you he preyed on you and so it was crazy because i had to really look at it i was like you didn't even know nothing of me and he brought up like another person's name that i dated and I was like, why, why do you keep bringing up this person's name? Like, homework. Yeah, what's up with you? So I was like, man, you literally like found me and was like stalking me before yep. I even knew it. Yep, yep. And was like, let me see what she got going on. Let me see if I could get up in there and, and try to get that. It's amazing. It it's amazing how much homework he did on you. Like the yeah. one that I, 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 I was entangled with, I saw her in a club one time and she like hopped out to where I could see her. She was in a group of girls. This is in my book, The Devil in Yellow, coming soon. She hopped out to where I could see her, but I wasn't even attracted to her. So I kept it moving. I kept walking. I always remembered that in my head. Like, I don't know why I always remembered that. And I also seen her with another guy before I even start messing with her. Like, and she never had a chance. So all of that time, she was doing that homework on me. Like, what sign was I? They do all of that. They check up. They check on your uh, horoscope. What what works for you? What makes you happy? What makes you tick? They do all of that. Yeah. Yeah. And to me, I be finding like, to me, it's just like in real life, not saying we ain't got a lot of time on our hands, but I feel like people who actually be like doing stuff, like working or entrepreneurs, like you ain't got that much time on your hands to they're not entrepreneurs though they can't be that they can't create you'll notice everything that they grew every spot that they grew is when they was with you you'll notice that they don't have nothing going on like right now i could guarantee you that narc that i was entangled with is thinking about me thinking of ways to hurt me they don't they don't have nothing going on they can't create they can't even draw a picture they can't even write a poem like, it's so sad with them. Like, it's so sad when you really understand what's going on there. They have no choice but to to, to destroy you. Yeah. And, and they're looking at you. He's looking at you right now. Like, yo, she's smiling. She's doing the podcast. She's doing everything that she's yeah. doing. She's working out. I saw your workout videos, too. You, you look yeah. amazing. You know what I mean? They, they hate that. They hate that. They do. And let me tell you, what you're saying that is so crazy because on my platform, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if you could tell, like, I'm all about self-confidence, like yes. leveling up, looking good, feeling good, because I know what it's like for, you know, for a person, like, not to like yourself, not have mm-hmm. self-confidence, be depressed. So I'm like, this person, you know, and it's my platform. This is how I talk. This is how I rock. I'm all about me. I'm all about self-love, like yes. feeling good. And before so, I forget, I'm, I'm proud of you. I am proud yeah. of you. Because you went through that and you you leveled up from that. 
You know what I mean? And you're helping people now after the fact. A lot of people yeah. just go and they deal with that and then they just move on. You can't do that. You have to help people. That's what we're here for is empaths. Yeah. We are creators. You created this platform, right? You know what I mean? You created mm -hmm. this. We put this together, what we're doing. We created, we're creators. I yeah. was just going to say that. I'm proud of you, though. Thank you. Thank you. And I, first and foremost, I want to say to, to, to anybody on here, I know for us, for us to be speaking, uh, speaking about this, I know at one point in time, I was embarrassed. I didn't mm -hmm. want nobody to know, like, yeah, mm -hmm. I got with something like that, or this person did this, or they did this, or they said this to me. Like, how did I let that slide? I'm not even that person to let somebody disrespect me. Like, they get away with a lot. Say that to me. Like, and then they make you think you crazy. They make okay. you think you crazy. Like, because yeah, you felt sorry for them. Yeah. Yeah, like they'll say some shit to you, like, fuck off. And you, like, yeah, who you talking to? Like, to? Yeah, but then you be like, well, what, you, what did I say? What did I do? Like, why would you say that to me? And all of these things. And it just be like, why am I apologizing? I didn't do shit yeah. wrong. But I then the switch <laughs> is crazy because they would have never said that when they first met you. The switch is so crazy to where how that changed. Like, people would say to me, like, yo, what you doing with that girl? Like, she ain't good enough for you. They'll say stuff like that. But us feeling bad for these people, we give them a chance. They should be happy that they're around us. But they're going to go and abuse us on top of that. That just lets you know how miserable their minds are, how miserable they, they work. Like, they're dealing with that evil spirit in their head every day. Yeah. And what's the most crazy part? Um, this is something that, you know, I wanted to ask you because I thought this would be so funny because I had never heard nobody, like, say it. They never show you their relationship resume. Oh, you caught that one. Yes. And I'm like, that is so true. You don't know anything about their past relationships, what it looked like, you know, how they treated somebody. You don't know nothing. They never speak on that, but they want to know everything. Everything. About your past, your bank account, where mm -hmm. you live, how you doing it, mm -hmm. but you never really know nothing about their past relationships or how they interact with people. Nothing. You don't know and nothing. What's your question? So my question is, with that being said, like before, and you said, look at look at their relationship resume, what would you say to anybody, you know what I'm saying, like you first meeting a person to kind of distinguish if they are narcissists like, what would you ask that person in order to know, like, kind of what their relationship status is or what they got going on? Because we all know most narcissists, they have other people in the background, other victims. Yep. But them victims ain't you and they don't have the same supply as you. So what I would say is know your worth. That's first and foremost. That'll block you out of a lot of nonsense. Know your worth and don't feel sorry for nobody. And when it come to asking questions, it's cool to ask questions. Like, I didn't ask any. And that's why I was a good supply. I'm an empath. I don't ask none. Ask as many questions as you want. Even if you and that person, you take them to go get STD tested before y'all even sleep together. Mm -hmm. Be patient. Know your worth. And if you ask that question, ask a question, ask the same question three weeks later in another way. You want, There's a way that you could get, get to know what's going on. And go off of how your body feels. But I would say 100% know your worth. Because them yeah. things would have never got into our lives if we knew our worth. Right. Like now right. I know my worth. I would not even, if, <laughs> if, if it ain't right, it ain't right. Yeah. You deal with whatever. I was talking to a woman like two weeks ago. I'm like, yo, you keep cutting my conversation off. 
I'm like, you starting to seem like a narcissist. I was wrong for this, though. I got away from her because I don't have time anyway. But I'm like, yeah. yo, draw me a picture. Go home and draw me a picture. Let me see if you could draw. Let me see if you got creativity. Go go write me a poem or something because I need to know. She sent me a picture and everything. I was wrong for that. That's why I'm going to just chill and not be with nobody right now. <laughs> but she did. She sent me a picture. But know your worth, though. That's me knowing my worth. Yeah, yeah, I definitely, I definitely will say that is that you got to know your worth because I know for a lot of people, if you really, if you really dealt with a narcissist that I'm talking about, for me, I know I dealt with one that was like super, super dark. I was like, my God, like this person is really dem demonic. Like I feel when they come by me, like mm -hmm. my energy is drained. I'm not happy anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm tired. You know what I'm saying? I started feeling very tired and to the point where I was so tired that I'm like, I don't even feel like doing the things that I love to do. This is weird. This Forget about it. You experience yeah. anhedonia. That's another yeah. thing. Anhedonia, when you, you have no, no motivation for your passions. Like I spent all that time, I wasn't doing music. And then like once I got out of that, that's why I'm like so such a firm believer in God, because once I got out of that, it just skyrocketed. Like I just put out an album with like 18 tracks, like of just me sitting here writing, 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 amazing myself. But I've yeah. never been able to do that in that in that entanglement because you know I'm gonna be I was thinking about what happened in the past, what's happening right now, what's she gonna do in the future? Is she gonna wake up tomorrow and just feel like she don't want to be bothered with me? Like you're thinking about all these things. It's just crazy. You're walking on eggshells the whole time. They make you think that you're crazy. Mm. And you dang they're the best person that ever came into their life. But they right. Like that, right. I, I use it in reverse with that. Like, okay, I was in an abusive relationship with a narcissist, but the mm -hmm. plus side of that is they only look for good people. They only yeah, they look for people that's worth it. And I know that I was the best thing that happened to that person. And you have to know who you are. Again, it circulates back to knowing your worth. Yeah, definitely. And I will say that's the crazy part is too, it's like they always have to attach themselves or at least try to find that gray A supply. Never. It's, sad. it's sad because like when you are the gray A supply, they never gonna stop thinking about you. Mm -mm. Period. Mm -mm. They never gonna stop thinking about you. For the rest of their they life. They're they the other victims to you. Yeah, they are. So it's like it's bad for the new supply. Because the new supply, I said on one of my videos, I got pretty hands. I got pretty feet. It's bad for the new supply. Like if they don't have that, they're going to torture them for that. I'm a creative <laughs> person. I'm not conceited or nothing. Like I know what I, you know what I mean? I know who I am. If that yeah. new supply can't do that, they're going to spend their whole life looking for that till the, till the day she died. Like this was the longest time she was around the person. And this, I'm the, I'm an empath. I'm a super empath. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So they're going to spend all that time. You just let them do it. Let them spend that time hurting other people because it's going to come back to them. They live with that every day, that torment. Yeah. So another question that I have for you, I know a lot of people who have like, you know, a lot of times when you do, do the no contacting, you know, you're not letting this person contact you. You're not contacting this person. You're not letting them come back in, trying to love bomb you or none of that stuff. Um, I definitely will say I'm not I'm not sure if you if you had to deal with this. Um, but a lot of times, sometimes when you do go non-contact, these people will go as far as trying to contact you from different numbers, call you from no caller ID, um, you know, make fake pages, 
um, still try to like DM you to try to sucker you back in. Like mm-hmm. why, you know, most of the time one of the good phrases are saying like, why you acting like you never dealt with me? <laughs> Something like that. And they and they act like that to you. Well, yeah. I, I could identify very, very much with that, with the, uh, the, the hoovering is what it's called. Like mm-hmm. just like two weeks ago, my sister lives two hours away in New Jersey and she's, she has, uh, breast cancer stage four so i travel back and forth like every other day to go see her or whatever so the narc gets up one day and decides she's gonna drive two hours to go see her and she wasn't able to see her so she came back and came to my house saying oh i'm here for you you shouldn't be alone you should come over to our to my house she involved my daughter and everything but i never went over there so that was a hoover Mm-hmm. that didn't work like i'm like all right i'll call you later and i don't know if everybody that's why i feel like it's a spiritual battle like i should have cursed her out when she was here but my daughter was here and nothing could come to my mind like my mind goes blank when i'm around this person like i have so much to say but when i see the person my mind goes blank so it's like a spiritual like battle like with that whole thing but yeah they're gonna keep coming back they're gonna they like to terminate i said that in one of my blogs they like to terminate it they're gonna keep coming back they're going to keep yeah. coming back, especially for grade A, baby. And I am grade A, 100%. Yeah. And it ain't just so walking I, around. Go ahead. So I think, like, one of the craziest things, like, what you're saying, like, you know, with your sister, and that's something, like, they always try to do it when it's, like, something where you're vulnerable. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the yeah. vulnerable thing. You want to go visit your sister, and they try to use that to, like, sucker you back in. Um, I know for me, I, I, had, I had the narc actually steal my keys. So steal my house key, right? And thought I wasn't going to notice. They thought that I was going to contact them and be like, give me my keys back, give me my keys back. What little did they know that week I actually was getting like electronic locks installed on all my doors, keys. Mm-hmm. Those keys didn't even work. It was no way you want to get in. And I was getting like, new security and stuff put in my door. So like not even the police that they used something could even forcibly get in. Yeah. And so I laughed to myself because I was like, that's really low. That person resorted to stealing my key. There's no, there is no boundaries to where they're going to go with that. Like after the day she came over here, she slid a letter under my door. Like I came home and there was a note <laughs> under my door with a card in it talking about, uh, what does it say? Uh, I'm here for you if you need me. And that was two weeks ago. And then now two weeks later, she's taking me for child support, taking every penny that she could get from me. So it's like, who are you? You know what I mean? They give yeah. themselves up. Like they give themselves yeah. up with that whole thing. Like, and they're just like, they're gonna keep coming back. That's that's the moral of that. And they will yeah. go to any lengths to to come back. And you just looking mm-hmm. at them like, yo, what is going on? Like you you really think you could come back to me? Right. They're so arrogant. Yes. And I think also too, like um another thing, like as well, like I think with a narcissist as well, something else that they they just love they love to do is like they try to also make you like jealous or they always accuse you of cheating, mm-hmm. um, which I find very weird because at, at, I think with that time when a narcissist does that, it immediately does make a person kind of go into a shell and feel guilty, like trying to prove themselves. like, no, no, I'm not, I'm not doing that. What do you mean? Well, all the time, this is what this person is doing yep. or yep. they're, you know, they're having sex with someone else and you're not even realizing it. Or what's the number one thing? I say the number one thing that's telling they'll withhold sex from you as if you did something to them. Yeah. 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 I had that happen too. And she was like, Oh, I had lost respect for you. Cause we wasn't having sex. Like 
oh, I lost respect for you. I'm like, yo, so what happened for you to lose respect? Nothing happened. Like, but in their heads, I think they tricked themselves into believing that some, because you either all good or all bad. There's no in between. It's black and white thinking. And they just, yeah, they blame you. Like one time I was at work and she like called me, like, where are you at? Because she lived like 40, like a half hour away from my job. She's like, where are you at? I'm like, I'm at work. She's like, oh, I just saw your car out here. I'm like, no, you didn't because I'm at work. Like, they're just hypervigilant and paranoid all day. Like, they just live in, in hell, but they want yeah. you to live there too. Yeah, I do. I do believe that. And I would say another thing, um, I know you said this multiple times, but I feel like this is with anybody. And I feel like if you have it, you need to today. I feel like if you got out of a relationship with a narcissist, as you as you say, multiple times, um, go get tested for everything. Yeah, you got to get tested. Go get tested for everything. Under you have to. You have to. You because have these, to. these people, like sexually, they're just out there. They're just, they're nasty. They have sex with anybody. They don't care about their bodies. No. But they just swear up and down to you that they care about their bodies. Because you care about your body. They just mirroring you. Right. And this is how, I don't know for you, but this was a telling side for me that I knew like a, this person was like narcissistic and this is what they do. Like I knew that I was like, oh my God, you have sex with multiple people. They was like, oh, your hygiene is really good. And I was like, well, should I be dirty or stinky? Like, what you mean? I'm <laughs> yeah. like, Woman, like what do you mean? Yeah. And it really just threw me off. I was like, in my mind, immediately this it turned me off. I was like, so what type of women do you be dealing with? We have to understand that people, everybody's not clean. You know what I mean? Like, cause I seen like a couple, I knew a couple of the exes of the narc that she tried to lie about in the beginning. But mm -hmm. I physically smelled these people stinking. Like I physically was around them, smelt them stinking. Right. So it's like you would lay down with that, right? And then you would come and talk to me any kind of way. I'm so glad that's over with. I am so glad. They could just go back to that now, though. They could go back to the to the slop that they deserve. Mm-hmm. Because they never deserved us. No, they didn't. They that's didn't. why they pretended. That's why they had to pretend to get us. How sad is that? Right. You got to pretend like your whole facade of who you are. And, and honestly, it started making you think, too, with the narc. Was that even really your name? Like, is you, yeah, is you, yeah, they say if the narcissist calls you your name, go run and look at your birth certificate. Really? Like, who are you? Who are, who is you really this person? And then also, too, something that I noticed, like a lot of people, if you've been in a relationship with a narcissist, narcissist for a while, like if you go around a family, it's kind of like you the joke. Yeah, you know, yeah. I have a, a blog about that. Know that the person is using you or okay with them, like, oh, they're not our problem. They no problem. Yep. And you going and 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 they happy when they with somebody because then they gotta ask you all the favors and you living for them. Mm -hmm. I felt embarrassed every single time. Like even at my wedding, like I'm just like, yo, why I feel like people just about to bust out laughing. <laughs> it felt like people was about to bust out laughing or something. Like it was crazy. Yeah. It's always I like that. Yeah, I don't. It's just it is crazy too because you feel I be feeling like y'all should be. They should be embarrassed to me. I feel like they the ultimate bums on earth. Like they would try to make you feel like scum you or you lesser than. Scum. And it's like, come on now. You got to go off of when you first met them and how they were sucking up to you. Don't go off of what happened when um you was in cognitive dissonance. Don't go off of that. Go off how they treated you when they first met you, sucking up to you, laughing at everything you were saying, being extra shy. That is what reality is, mm -hmm. not what they put you in. That is what reality is.
And that's that's how they had to treat you to get around you. Yeah, I find it it's, it's sad because it's like that. It, to me, it's just it's really sad. Like you cannot be your authentic self. No, ever. That's got to be the one most like dangerous places. It's like this person, and what I, I find scary is that even you laying next to this person, you laying next to somebody who don't even like themselves. Yeah. That's more scarier. Yeah. I'm yeah. laying next to somebody who don't even like themselves. And they don't even get to know you. So they basically, lay, and from a narcissist perspective, they're laying next to a stranger because they don't, if you just woke, they think that, they believe it. If, they, if you tell them, if somebody told them that you just murdered somebody, they'll believe it because they never got a chance to know you. They never did. So they're laying next to a stranger for their whole life. Like they're using people and laying next to strangers with no trust in that person at all. Yeah. We're talking about this. I got to light my sage. It's mandatory. Yeah. It's mandatory. I, listen, I literally have, have an altar in my house, like with all my stuff, all my sage, my candle. You like, got to have it. Listen, peace is, I swear to God, inner peace is everything. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. You got to. I, I'm talking about this thing and I got to light the sage. <laughs> well, there's a lot of stuff that we learned, though, too. We got better as people, believe it or not. We did. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. now I'm big on energy. I just won't just go sleep with a random person no more. Like, I was living like a savage before. I was no. living like a savage. I can't give my energy away. Like, I'm yeah. not doing that no more. And I think I think one of the craziest parts for me, and I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one out there, you know, um, it wasn't my first narcissist I had dealt with, but I had went on a thing where like, you know what I'm saying? When you go on a healing journey, a spiritual journey with yourself, loving yourself, caring about yourself, doing things and, and elevating. I had went on like for like three years straight where I hadn't, I hadn't dated anybody, nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like I mm -hmm. really was talking about me and I was like, okay, you know, I didn't heal. You know, I didn't heal. I'm good. And I remember I was like, how the fuck did I attract this? How did I allow this person to come up? Because I was like, I was so good at energy, like blocking people, being like, nope, mm -mm. nope, no, mm -hmm. no, no, no. Mm -hmm. And I was like, how did this person, little sneaky self, get in here? You but like, you slipping. Yeah, I got caught slipping, like literally, like in a vulnerable state because I actually was going through something yep. in a loss. Yep. And I was like, it's no way this person would have ever been able to come up in my world if I wasn't going through that. No, no, no. no. no way. But I remember I had beat myself up at first because I was like, damn, Micah, you you know, you healed. Like, how did how did this person even slip into the cracks? You so good at being like, hell no. <laughs> so I'm like, how did this person even slip up in if in my in my world? Mm -hmm. It's like in my mind, I'm like, you really gotta be deserving. Because I'm like, everybody that's in my world, they admire me as a queen. Yeah. Don't nobody respect me, don't nobody talk to me crazy. But that's how they and got in there. They admire yeah. you like a queen. They know what to do. They know what to do. They do. They, do. they know and what another, to do. Another thing that I found strange is like they will start to um mock everything that you do. Mm -hmm. They mirror you. You dress. Yep. Yep. The food you eat. Yep. Not all of a sudden you like all of this. No, I don't think you like all of this. No, that's for them to get you. And then they just like this one would listen to all the music I listened to. Like, I would go to her house, I'd see her wardrobe. Uh, uh, it started to go. Like, all of the clothes that she used to wear started to go. She changed out how she dressed. She got more, like, on my level. 
Like, but she wasn't on my level when I first met her. She got more on my level, like, as time progressed. They steal everything from you. They steal your swag. They steal your speech. They want to talk like you. They want they want everything from you to the point where I don't want to get too deep because I've been trying, like, hold back with the deepness. But they, yeah. take, they take your voice. They take your speech to the point where, like, a couple months ago, I was talking way different than this. Like, I'm just getting my speech back. They take that from you. Like I was talking like a robot and they they subtly put you into that because they're asking you to repeat yourself and they're asking you to say things over and over to the point where you talk so proper. They take yeah. everything from you. They want your swag and then they mad because they can't have it. Mm-hmm. And then another thing is that they really too, I think when you start like um like, like I'm on to you. Like I'm on to you. Like then they I'm, make I'm, you have it. On to you. Oh, it's like they know that you onto them. And it's like that's like when you be like, oh, are you a manipulator? Or yep. you know, why did you say this or that? It's like it the whole a whole the whole shit, a whole nother thing just just come out of them. Yeah, like, oh, shit, they on to me, they on to me. Like they probably discard at that point, or that's when the abuse starts, because you cannot disagree with them. Mm-hmm. Quick story. I went, uh, we was going to the movies one day and she had this thing about white people. I say it in my video. She had this thing about white people. And then I finally said before we went in the movies, I'm like, yo, listen, you're not going to make me hate a whole race. She was mad about that. But then I understand now it's because they think that you're an extension of them. You have to do what they say. And once that get out of order, that's when that 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 punishment starts. Yeah, I, I found that if you say no to them, oh, what you mean? No, when you start saying no to me, and it's like they don't like that. It's like a whole nother thing come out. You tell them no or anything like you. I'm not doing that. Like no, you can't do this. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know for you, but I know for me. Like my experience was the person would go missing. Like when I would bring something up or say like, hey, that's not cool, or I didn't like that. Or we had plans, like, I ain't got time. I'll be waiting around for nobody. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like, it started to be like, okay, let me disappear. Mm-hmm. And it kept being like the disappear periods. And I was like, girl, what's up with you? Like, why are you even accepting this? Like, you can't disappear for five days or yeah. a week and then call me and be like, oh, it's all good. Let's do 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 And at that point, I realized that was like, dis- like they were trying to discard you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would just I would just be tired of it. Like I don't know if they disappeared on me, but I would just be tired of it. I wouldn't be bothered for days. But that was like uh they probably was disappearing and I just let it go. Like after a while, when they hit you with the silent treatment, you be happy they give you the silent treatment because you get a break at that point. You get a break. I even told her that. I'm like, yo, it's like a good thing when you're mad and you do that. I use that to my advantage. Like now I could get to do stuff. Now I get to be myself. Yeah. Yeah, man, I'm telling you, it's the it's it's crazy, and I feel like for I feel like for us, I feel like there should be like an empath group or something. Like, it has to be. We got. I feel like so we so we could know like other people or like like minded people or people that have went through this and like overcame it. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like like you said, I hate when people say my narcissist. Mm-hmm. Like this mm-hmm. is my narcissist. I don't I don't I don't even want them to be a part of anything that I own or that I do. <laughs> I noticed you you did your homework today too. You watched the one that's fresh. 
That's dope. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That bothers me when they say my narcissist. Like that makes me cringe. But it definitely should be like a group that that are that's like spreading it out. Like I would like I say all the time, I advise everybody to start a channel. But my life coach, Desimus Unscripted, he has a channel too. He was telling yeah. me like not everybody is talented to be in front of a camera. Not everybody could do that, but they have to do it in their own way. But I advise everybody, if you could start a channel, do it. Like, you don't even know, like, you could help somebody. Like, it's time to help now. And yeah. I want to spread awareness to people that didn't get abused. Like, I want to start doing that. I want to make this a cool thing. That's my goal now. That's why I do it in my music. Like, I want to make this a cool thing. Every single one of my songs, I, I give a jewel on this whole narcissist thing so that people can have something in their head to go with. Yeah. Well, with, with that being said, I want to know for you, like, how does it feel to like know that, you know, you tapped into your purpose and now, you know what I'm saying? You only been on what? You make a video also about what, four weeks? Yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, four weeks. Like, and how does it feel to like get so many subscribe, like so many subscribers and like a quick time, but also that you like are helping so many people. Like you actually have people in the, in the comments, coming back to you, like really um, engaging with your content. But at the same time, you're helping people. Mm -hmm. um, how does it feel? Uh, it's like not even describable. Like it's very, very crazy because I'll see like people that had a channel for like years and theirs didn't grow that that like mine. Like, and I'm like, yo, I, I don't understand how this happened. Like, honestly, I started it to promote my book and just to help a little bit of people. But in the course of just four weeks of this happening, like it's 750 subscribers that have like gravitated to me. Like, and I, I'm guessing that that's supposed to be that's supposed to happen. Like, and I think that my other channel was just to prep me up for this. Like everything happens for a reason. So like people are really like identifying with how I go about it. And it's just like, it's, it's like amazing. It is like, I'm talking to people in Brazil. I'm talking to people in Africa. I'm talking to people in the Netherlands. Like, like after this, I got to talk to a woman in Brazil and hear her story and help her out with it. It is overwhelming because I'm like doing so many other things because I'm yeah. playing catch up, but I'm going to make time for it. Cause like, I'm helping people like as an empath it's so dope to help people. I've been that way since a child and it's like, I'm getting like, I'm getting more and more like uh, knowledgeable on it so I could be able to do that. But this, that wasn't my aim, but now since it's going that way, I got to follow it. And that is my purpose. Like I didn't go through pain for nothing like yeah. all that. And I have a bad memory sometimes, but once I turn my camera on, and I just go and just be going like, and I'm like, dang, wow, that's God. I'm a vessel. Um, one of the things I would say is me, not only just me being a subscriber and finding your channel, but I would say definitely, I would think for your audience, I think it's really because you're organic and you're coming on authentic. I think that's why a lot of people or a lot of us can like resonate because you're coming on there. And I think a lot of people, they're like, this is safe place. I could comment. Like, I feel like, you know, nobody's judging me. You know what no. I'm saying? This person went through the same thing yep. or even worse than me. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. I feel like most people, that's what they're resonating with is just the authenticity. And I want to thank you for being authentic because we have a lot of people that thank you. these platforms, a lot of times you have, and I'm not saying that you're a life coach or nothing like that, no. but you have a lot of people that come on these platforms and they really are fake. They don't never really tell the real or, you know, how somebody got out of something, how you can move forward in that. Yeah. You know, a lot of times it's really like judging a person or talking down on a mm -hmm. person. 
hey, I don't like that. Um, very tacky to me and very ew, you know? Yeah, that's what I didn't want to do. Like, that's why it took me so long, because I didn't want to be downing somebody in the process of helping people. Like, and that's what, that's the vibe that I, I would pick up sometimes is people like just seeming bitter about a relationship. And that's not the case. That's why I had to wait until I healed enough to be able yeah. to help people. But thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> no, and I, and I, think too, I think too as well, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm on YouTube. I need to be on there more. You know what I'm saying? I'll be going through a process where I'm like, I don't want to delete uh, all my videos because at one point in time, you know, I knew I was doing, you know, beauty and things like that. And I did. I, I like to do my makeup. I like to do my hair. But I thought that wasn't my purpose. Like I had a bigger calling. And mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying it is pain. It's like your pain is your power and you should use it to help other people. You have to. You have Once to. I was like, my God, like I'm some I'm somebody's blueprint to help somebody to be like, listen, you look, you could be depressed, you could go through this, yep. you could do that. Like give, give the look, people hope. Look, look, and I'm winning. You know what I'm saying? You can too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's to give people hope. Like people see my music videos and, and I'm talking about that. Like it's like putting my pride to the side, my ego to the side. Yeah, I've been abused, you know what I mean? And then they see me in the video looking how I'm looking and doing how I'm doing. And that gives them hope. Like, okay, yeah, I could get up. I'm going to move. I'm going to move forward. I think that everybody should do as many things as they can. Like, that's why I, I started a talk show. Like, that's why I started doing my music so heavy. That's why I'm doing this channel. Like, I was just trying to find my purpose. And I believe that everybody with a talent, which is an empath, you got to put that out to the world. Whatever yeah. it is, put it out to the world every day. Like, I write a song a day. Probably, like, one time, like, last week, I wrote four in one day. Like, your juice is going to flow once you're out of there. Whether it's to do music, whether it's to write a book, whether it's uh, yeah. the devil in yellow coming pretty soon. Whatever it is, like, you have to put it out to the world. Don't just hold it in. Put it out. Yeah, that's so true. And I think, too, it's like it's an outlet, too, because I feel like one of the main things that a lot of people don't do um, is just breathe. Just release it. Like, you have to release it. You cannot, like, keep it inside because, yeah, it's going to fester and it's not going to be good for you. Like, you're not, you not going to be smiling. You're not going to be feeling good. You're not going to be no. doing the things supposed to be doing in life ultimately you know you're dang near back in a narcissistic relationship if you're not putting right. out what you have to put out you gotta right. put this out i felt like i'm telling you i just jumped up i'm like whoa i'm going i'm doing everything and i'm manifesting this like even this is like a great accomplishment like after a month you invite me on a podcast like that is amazing to me and I'm yeah. very grateful for everything. This is amazing to me. Like, I appreciate this so much. Like, you just got to jump out there. Like, who cares? You know what I mean? Like, you're not never going to feel worse than you felt in that narcissistic prison. You're not ever going to feel that bad. And nobody going to judge you to the point where you felt in that prison that you was in. So you might as well jump out there and do your thing. You never know how to change people's lives. Like, I know for a fact I'm going to change some people's lives. I know yes. for a fact that you have. You have already. Like, I, it was Thank crazy because, you know, I'm always, I'm on YouTube. I'm very, like, you know, self-development. I'm always doing stuff for self-development. It was so crazy because it suggested your page. I'm like, well, okay, let me go click on this. And when I clicked on it, one of the, I'm telling you, one of the first things that I saw was like, I think he at work or something. And I'm like, if he could film this video and he at work and be authentic like this, and then be like, peace out. I <laughs> I'm like, he making these and he dropping these every day. I'm like, okay, this is what's up. You got to respect this. Mm -hmm. If you don't 
perspectives and feel like it's coming from a real place, I don't know what's wrong with you. Yeah, I was in, at work with holes in my shirt and everything. Like, forget it. And that's me not caring. Yeah. Yeah. Not caring. I was, like, I was like, you know what? This is awesome and I appreciate it. And I know that, you know, with this platform and, you know, even on you being on my podcast, I feel so honored. I, I do. I feel so honored for you to come on here. I was in the comments. I was like, not not saying it like that, but I was in my mind like, if this nigga don't respond back to me, I know. Yeah, y'all, y'all black women, boy. I'm telling you, I'm trying hard not to disrespect any of y'all or ignore y'all. Somebody checked me like two days ago. You need to, what's she say? You need to um listen to the comments. And you need to get back to the people that like you. And I'm like, oh, shoot. I don't play with y'all. I'm telling you. I don't play with y'all. Yes, but I just thought, you know, in my mind from seeing you, I was like, oh, my God, he would just be so awesome to come on, you know, just come on a podcast because I'm really about the mind and th how things can affect people's mental and just to overcome that, overcome that. And I feel like narcissism is something that, you know, a lot of people, they talk about it, but they don't talk about it. Mm -hmm. and they really understand like what a narcissist is or even recognize like you dealt with a narcissist you know or how it has affected them moving forward sleeping with the enemy yeah for real <laughs> being with the devil in the flesh and surviving it what i say in my song i have a song called super empath uh uh what did i say what i say uh i escaped from hell by the skin of my teeth, I think I said something like that. I don't know why I can't remember right now. Clearly, yeah. though, when somebody asked, when somebody asked you, "Have you seen the devil before?" Yes, I have. I have been to hell before. I know what it right. looked like. It's yep. all art. I've been, I've been there before. Yeah, I've been, <laughs> I've, been to, I've been to hell already. Yes, <laughs> I've been to so hell I already. Heaven, so I know what heaven feels like. So yep. <laughs> Back over there. Okay, That's a fact. That's, and it's like nothing else can happen to you. That's why you got to have the courage to jump up. Ain't nothing else can happen to you. Like, what worse could happen to you? I've been to hell already, dragged through the coast, survived yeah. by the skin of my teeth. If you know, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. Right, right, right. You do. So, with that being said, I want to leave off on a good note here. So, is there any last words that you would love to give my listeners, uh, whether it just be a little piece of motivation or just advice going forward um, if they are dealing with a narcissist or have got out of a narcissistic relationship. Can I give two advices? One for that and just one for everyday people? Yes. My advice for if you're getting out of a narcissistic relationship, Self-care. Self-care is the best care. After that, get up, go to the gym and discipline yourself to get better. Discipline yourself to get better. Eat good foods. Like me personally, I don't eat meat or nothing. I eat fish, fish, rice, um, vegetables every day, oatmeal for breakfast, uh, egg whites. Like take care of yourself because that'll be the first step. Subconsciously, you're building yourself back up just off of what you eat and and you're working out, even if you go for 20 minutes, take care of yourself and climb up out of that slump. I don't care if you got to roll up out the bed and do push-ups. Do it because every day you're going to get better. Bang. That's one. When two, this is for people in general. Be yourself. Only you can make anything happen that God has you has uh, going for you is if you be yourself. Only you could put into the world what you have to offer. And that's it. Okay, awesome. Thank you so much uh, for giving that 
listeners. Make sure that you guys take that advice because that's A1 advice um, here on Mindset is everything. Um, with me, your host, Micah Sophia. Um, I can't wait to tune back in with you guys. And I hope Hafiz, not this is not only the first time. I no. hope you come back to my podcast. We're going to do um, this again. I love this. This is dope. This is the first time somebody really interviewed me. I was a little bit nervous, too. But this flow, I like how you do, man. Your interviewing, your hosting game is on point. Because I know it ain't easy. Like, I host my uh, TV show. It's not easy. You got to keep the thoughts going. And you can't let a second go by when you're quiet. And you was right on it. So I appreciate it. You dope. All right.